Curious about what 2024 has in store for you? Let's cut through the cosmic fluff flying around out there and talk about what to expect and look forward to. My guest is going to share opportunities in four areas. We talk about the shift in work-life balance, how this is a year of abundance, why you want to focus on love versus fear, and why listening to your intuition is more important than ever to uncover the many wonderful opportunities coming your way. Stay tuned so you can hear all about it. Hi, I'm Ronnie Ann Ryan, your go-to intuitive coach bringing real talk to the mystical realm on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Feel like the universe or your spirit guides aren't delivering? Maybe you're confused by esoteric lingo or which healing method to try. Well, you're in the right place because who has time for confusion when you're trying to build a business, find love, heal and recover, or leave your partner or job? I'll turn that mumbo jumbo into clear, actionable steps that fit easily into your life. So buckle up, open that heart chakra, and let's cut through the cosmic Love together, shall we? Good fortune favors the bold and those who aren't afraid to call it like they see it right here on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Hi, this is Ronnie and Ryan, your go-to intuitive coach, intuitive reader, and past life reader with the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And today I'm speaking with a friend and colleague, Melissa Oatman. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. Melissa is a healer, channeler, spiritual teacher, and intuitive. She humbly hosts the wildly successful podcast, which is in the top 1% of all podcasts called Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. It's a weekly program dedicated to improving lives and deepening spirituality. She is the author of Beautifully Broken, The Spiritual Woman's Guide to Thriving After Divorce or Breakup. The single mother of twins from Illinois is passionate about travel, education, and family. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So today, because we're here we are right at the new year, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about 2024 and what the heck is going on, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's so much flying around about what's happening and what's coming and what this means or whatever. And I thought, you know, I would really like to draw out the positive aspects about what we can look forward to in 2024. And everyone is on this bandwagon. There's so many people who have YouTube shows all about what's happening in 2024. And I just want to say that we're going to do the Cliff Notes version because so many of these things are like an hour and a half. I cannot listen to that. I I guess I'm just too impatient. I don't know. I want to like, give me the top line. What are the bullet points? And that's what we're going to do because we're going to just put a half an hour on this focus so you can get in and out with the information you need. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, exactly. Because you were talking about earlier, understand the lingo and the language too. And it's like the moon is going to be in the seventh house. And then we're like, I, I'm already lost. So I don't study all of that. I have no idea what you're talking about. So this will be like the common man's what's going to happen, what's coming in for 2024. And right. it's going to be really a great year for a lot of people. It really is because I know a lot of people out there are probably thinking like 2023 was tough. For me personally, it was, and I can't tell you for how many people it it was tough. And I think a lot of people felt stuck. You felt almost like we're moving backwards in 2023. And the reason for that is because 2023 was a year for starting new things. And it was also a year for learning lessons. And I mean, some of us were learning lesson upon lesson upon lesson upon lesson. 
you get through one thing and you're like, oh, here's something else. What's this all about? <laughs> I felt like we had 50 mercury and retrogrades and we had everything going on. And it's like, at some point I was ready to pick my computer up and throw it out the window because it was so frustrating with technology not working and all of those different things. And there was a reason for that. And that is because 2023 was like the preparatory year for what's coming in. You laid the groundwork in 2023 like you're reaping what you're sowing. So 2023 was the year to plant. When you're a gardener and you go to plant your seeds and you're so excited and you can't wait for that garden to pop up, but it takes forever for those seeds to germinate. Like I have a hydroponic garden and I'm so excited about it. And I thought, I'm gonna have all these great veggies in the winter time when everybody else has to go buy that store-bought ones and they're not that great. Well, it took a long time to even get the seeds to sprout and to come up. But now they're really like the tomato plants are getting really big. Well, 2023 is about patience. We're learning patience in 2023. Maybe some of you had ideas for new businesses or new projects or things you wanted to start. So you were planting the seed in 2023 and maybe it felt like you weren't getting that far. But there's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I always say the universe is always working behind them, like behind our backs, right? We don't see a lot of the stuff that actually happens as it's happening. And there may have been times when you felt like your feet were stuck in quicksand and you were trying to move forward and it just felt like you took five steps forward and got knocked back 10. That was because it's preparing you for what's coming in for 2024. But the very first thing that came up about 2024 is that we need to create more of a balance between our work life and our home life. There are many of us who like work, 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 we're doing all of this and we're exhausted and we're drained. And so the universe is saying 2024, you're not going to have to work as hard because you did all of that work in 2023. It's like okay. Christmas, you know, yeah. you get prepared for it and you do all this baking and you're like, oh, I can't keep doing this. But then we get to the Christmas Eve party and you're enjoying it and having fun and all your guests are there. That's kind of what was happening in 2023. We're preparing for all of this and you're going to get to enjoy the benefits of all the work that you did. I just want to say hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I want to celebrate that idea. <laughs> I am constantly germinating new ideas and some of them never really sprout. Some of them, sometimes I have too many and then I have to pick. I love the idea that there's going to be more balance. That's a massive thing to look forward to. And who doesn't want more balance? Exactly. And it's calling for more peace in your life, honestly. Yeah. I know for me personally, one of the lessons that I had to learn in 2023 was about unconditional love. I had a family member I was struggling with who wasn't treating me the way that they were, they should have been treating me. And I had to learn to set boundaries, but also to look at that person from a loving heart to realize that that person was hurting and that's why they were treating the people the way they were. And that's what 2024, there's another lesson in that I get down to later, but that is also another lesson coming in is working on forgiveness or anything that you don't want to take with you into 2024. So we're going to talk about some actionable steps at the end that people can take to help usher in 2024. But we need to let go of any harsh, negative feelings that we have, like get those emotions out because you don't want to take that into 2024. We want to bring in a year of more peace and balance. And it is supposed to be a year of that. And in numerology, if you add up the numbers through 2024, you get the number eight. And that's all about abundance. 
we talked about reaping what you sow. You are going to be seeing the fruits of your labor. You planted those seeds in 2023, 2024, they're going to sprout. One of the questions that you can ask yourself for 2024 is, how can I reap more prosperity in my family life and in my home life? And so to me, that is like, what do I need to do more of to bring in that feeling of balance and peace? And what do I need to do less of in order to bring in the balance and the peace? So for some of us, we're going to have to learn to say no to things that aren't serving us. That's always super important. Mm-hmm. You know, no is a complete sentence, as they say. Yeah. And you have to be able to make room. You can't just keep adding and adding, and that just means you have no priorities. So you have to find a way to prioritize, and sometimes you have to let go of things, which can be very difficult, but it is worthwhile. I want to just go back for a second to talk about forgiveness. One of the things that I discovered about forgiveness this year is I watched a woman talk on YouTube about her near-death experience. She said some things I'd never heard before. She learned about forgiveness and that, you know, they always say forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. And she said what she learned on the other side when she was there was that forgiveness is really for both people because when you have bad feelings towards somebody, She says you're actually contributing to their bad behavior because you're adding that negative viewpoint or perspective of them, which is energy, which goes to them and is attached to them through you. And so when you forgive them, you clear the energy for yourself, but you also clear your attachment to that with them. That makes total sense to me. It does. Doing a cord cutting is so important too. Like once you have that energetic connection with someone else, it's there. So if you've got all of these negative energy cords being attached to different things, it's like walking around with all of this weight around on you. It's hard to have the most high vibrating energy if you're carrying around all of that negative stuff. So I like doing forgiveness work. I also like doing just an energetic cord cutting and just letting people go. You know, we make contracts with people and we come here and we say, we're going to experience this to learn this lesson. It's okay to say, we had this contract. We fulfilled it. I've learned the lesson. I can let you go in peace. You don't even have to have a physical conversation with someone. You can talk to the person's higher self and just say, you know, hey, thank you for coming here, for having this contract with me, for showing me what I needed to see and teaching me what I needed to learn. It does a lot of things to help you feel better. You almost feel lighter when you do that too. And I think that's the most important thing is again, you feeling your own inner peace. Yeah, for sure. 2024 is gonna be about rapid growth. A lot of people are going to be developing their spiritual gifts really rapidly. And others, you're like, oh yeah, I already have all these spiritual gifts. You're growing rapidly. And the reason is because a lot of people did a lot of inner child and inner wounding healing in 2023. It really, I think there's been like a good 10 year cycle where people were healing and going through lesson after lesson. And in 2024, your soul is going to elevate because you've done all of that work. Our energetic field is vibrating at a higher frequency. So for a lot of people, that means they are going to develop their spiritual gifts at a more rapid rate. You know who else is saying that is Pam Gregory. She's an astrologer on YouTube, and she was saying it's going to be a year of rapid growth and transformation. 
yeah. is that I don't want people to be scared because I feel like when people hear that, they go, oh, that means I have to go through more lessons. You've already done it. You've already gone through the lessons. So this year is not going to be like harsh like your past years have been because you've already done it. Kind of stepping into the energy of what you've created. Exactly. All right. Very cool. Actually going to be a very positive thing. And for a lot of people, don't be surprised if let's say as a medium, I don't see dead people. Like I don't see anyone standing in front of me. That's not how I communicate or connect. For me, it's an inner knowing and I connect to energy, but don't be surprised if you have always connected one way and all of a sudden you develop these abilities and you're like, oh, I'm seeing things out of the corner of my eye. Don't be scared by that. It's just this rapid growth. The veil is thinning even more and we're vibrating so much higher because, you know, those heavy lessons are so depleting of your energy, right? So since you've done all of that, now you've gone through that. Now you're going to have a time of like inner peace. And so that's going to cause rapid growth. Awesome. 2024 is going to be all about finding what inspires you. 2023 and the years prior, We've just been holding our head above water for most of us. It feels like we're just trying to stay afloat. And 2024 is going to feel like you can finally catch your breath, right? So it's going to be about having time finally to find what really inspires you. I think a lot of people through COVID realized that there are a lot of things in their life not working. Mm -hmm. So it was about trying to go back and fix, right? We were like, oh, I got to fix this. I got to fix that. I don't like this. I don't want that. 2024 is going to be about stepping into your new reality. And it's going to be a good thing because a lot of people have worked so hard to create this new identity for themselves. And 2024 is like, you've done all the work. Now you're stepping into it. Yay. (laughs) It's about time, right? Yeah. Somebody else I was looking into, I had her on the show maybe earlier this year, Rissa Miller. She does tea and smoke readings, which is so interesting. But she said for people who might not be as advanced in their spiritual unfolding, just know that this is going to be a time when you'll be able to listen to your intuition more easily, or you'll start to develop it more easily, or you'll start to use it more often, and that it's a really good time to start trusting your hunches and listening to your gut and paying attention to the signs, being awake enough to see the signs. You know, to catch on to the littlest things, sometimes it's those little things that really make the difference. It is. And it's important right now because another message that came through was be open to receiving new opportunities. So for a lot of people, you're going to have, it's like a new door opens for you. But if you're not careful, you might miss it if you're not listening to your intuition and to your hunch, which would tell you, yes, take this invitation the universe can send us people or opportunities or gifts in so many different ways. So you might get invited to go out somewhere with someone to a party, and maybe you're not normally the type of person who likes to go out or you just want to stay home, your home body. But if you get a hunch like, oh, well, like, maybe I should go listen to that because you could end up meeting somebody who then can help you in some area of your life. So be open to listening to your intuition when it comes to, even if it's, oh, I should go get coffee at this particular place today, because I feel like the universe is lining people up to bring you new opportunities, but you have to be in the right place at the right time to really make those connections. And that's gonna involve 
really listening and trusting your intuition and your hunches, like you said, you know, of yeah, oh yeah, I should go to this place or, oh yeah, I want to try this. You just have to yeah. trust it. I have a perfect example of that. I did, I have this one client that comes to my house for reading. Nobody else comes to my house. I don't do it in person, but she's been coming for 20 years. So she came in and I heard in my head, I heard the message, wrap something for her. Like I buy extra of stuff. So I have last minute gifts and I just didn't have time and I didn't do it. And I didn't listen. And don't, you know, she showed up with a gift (laughs) and I was like, I heard to do that, but I didn't do it. You got to listen. Spirit is around to help us, or even if it's our higher self, whoever, but it can only do what it can do. Like if we don't pay attention, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. We also need to start looking, th- looking at things from a higher perspective. Hmm. And that means being willing to let go of some of that fear-based thinking, which I think is so hard because we've been so conditioned. If you watch the news at all, it's just totally fear-mongering. On both sides. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just because that's what sells and is the sensationalism. And what the universe is telling you is to look at things from a higher perspective. When they say like, hey, there might be a shortage of this. We don't need to go out and hoard. Everyone would just act normally sometimes. Yes, look out for yourself, but we also need to look at things from a higher perspective. And that means remembering that we are one and remembering like, if I go out and I take everything and then there's nothing for anybody else, like, is that the kind of society that we wanna live in? And so I know we, we live in a capitalist society, but the universe is saying that's not how it's supposed to be. We need to start looking at things from a higher perspective and looking at all of your actions, like are my actions for the good of all involved? So we need to stop being so selfish sometimes and start thinking of a more like unity consciousness. And that doesn't mean you can't put yourself first. I'm not saying that, but in a lot of things we do, we do things because it's what we want, but is it really for the good of the whole planet? It's not us versus them. That's that's the message they're trying to convey. We need to be more open to the fact that we can all coexist here. And I think that's one of the things that's been upsetting a lot of people is, you know, wars and things like that. Things are going to get better, but we have to spread this message that everyone has the right to be here and to be loved. We all come from the same place, right? Essentially, because we're all souls. So we need to start living our lives. So what's good for all mankind? What's good for humanity? Not just like what's best for me. Like choosing products that are better for the planet is something that you can do and it doesn't really require, you know, 20 years to do or. Like using less plastic wrap and putting things in Tupperware or that kind of thing. We're all guilty, but like not always using paper plates or whatever, you know, there's just little things that we can do. Little things. Even just planting a garden is honestly, or planting flowers is a great way to give back because the bees, the animals that are out there, it helps the planet. The past few years, I kept drawing this card. It's like, you're going to work with Mother Earth. And I was like laughing because like, if you know me, I am not 
that type of person. I never was a gardener. And last summer I went outside and I'm like, oh, my yard looks so bad. I have to do something about this. So I go outside and what started as me just trying to fill in where grass was not growing turned into a whole project that I had like four rose bushes, tomato plants, all of this mint. And my family, my daughter was like, oh, wow, that looks really cool, mom. And I was like, yeah, I was really just trying to patch up my yard and I really got into it. And I started planting vegetables and I was like, this is really awesome. And I think you don't have to go out and plant a garden, but it's just one example of something that you might enjoy doing. And it's a way to give back to Mother Earth and it looks nice. And then, you know, I kind of created a little place for me to go in the morning to have my coffee when it was out and and I had chimes and everything there, you know, and so it was really like a peaceful Zen kind of place. We can all do that and it's a way to give back and you're also giving back to yourself really because you've created a little haven for yourself to go and to reflect and to meditate if that's something that you enjoy doing. So I talk about my garden often, but I am not a woman who can't wait to dig in the dirt. That's really not my thing. I want to plant it and then I want to water it and then I want to get out of there or I want to sit in there and meditate, but I might do a little weeding, but I'm not the kind of person who spends hours doing all this meticulous gardening stuff. You don't need to immerse yourself in gardening to benefit from growing something, right? Right. And you don't even have to do it yourself. Honestly, if you are not that type of person and you don't want to get your nails dirty, which I get, you can just hire a landscaper too to come out and just create a little space for you. But it's really, I think, the universe is trying to get us to appreciate our planet more. We need to start taking better care of yes. our surroundings. And I think yes. I think we've known that for a while. Yes, absolutely. But I also heard, you know, you've gone through so much. Your wishes are being fulfilled this year and your hard work is being rewarded. So think about what it is that you've learned in 2023 and beyond. You know, I again, I think it's been like a 10 year cycle that the lessons have been so extremely difficult. So what have you learned in that time span? Take the lessons, but leave behind the pain that they caused. Learn to let go of the pain that it caused, work through those emotions, because the universe doesn't want us to feel the heavy burdens in 2024. It's like they want us to realize like, hey, you went through all of that stuff for a reason. What did you learn? Now take those lessons with you, but leave that other junk behind so that in 2024, we don't want to be a victim. You know what I mean? Like, oh, all this yes. stuff happened to me. You can't be high vibe and a victim yeah. at the same time. And that's really tough because we're not saying stuff didn't happen to you, but how you look at it, process it, experience it, and remember it can change. And so the best thing you can do is move out of victimhood and just recognize that whatever, you had something to learn. Did you learn it? I think that this is an incredible time of year to do a review. Mm -hmm. And I just did a winter solstice program. I had people review, like, what did you learn this year? And acknowledge themselves because we're so busy focusing on what we want to get done and what we want to achieve and what we what we uh, still hope to gain that we don't take time to celebrate the hard work that did create things. Or if you went through a lot of challenges, okay, you survived. And now you're a new person as a result. You have new skills or new ways of doing things. Take the time to acknowledge those shifts because that helps you continue to raise your vibration. 
Yeah, being appreciative for where you are, even if it's not exactly where you want to be, is so important. I sit there here as a person who has had a lot of challenges in the last few years. I was talking to you before we started this podcast that my mom passed away in 2021 and my ex-husband committed suicide in 2020. So I'm sitting here telling you to leave this behind as someone who had a lot of crap happen to me because I don't want you to sit there and think, well, that's easy for her to say. She's sitting there on her marble pedestal telling us to let go. Trust me, I am right there with you. I had so many challenges this past, in this 10-year cycle, and especially in the past five years that I would never sit here and tell you, like, you've got to move through it if I wasn't also going through it. You have to look at things from a higher perspective. That's what it's all about, because you can choose to say, this happened to me, you know, I lost my mom, this isn't fair. Why do I have to go on without her when there are people who have their parents until they're in their 90s? You could choose to focus on that. That doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me feel good. You know, it does all of these negative emotions. But you also have to acknowledge your feelings because that's healthy to do. So I decided to write a book to help me with my process. So journaling, I think, is an awesome way to get out those emotions and whatever you need to do, work through them. But you don't want to stay stuck there because 2024 is going to be so awesome for a lot of people. And I don't think you want to miss out on any of that. And if you're sitting there stuck in heavy emotion, you're not going to enjoy your present. And I think that it's really, really important to be present in your life because it's really easy to go on autopilot and then we're missing out where you're missing out on the intuitive hits, right? Like go to that cafe. You might just meet the man of your dreams or go to that party. There's going to be somebody you connect with who can get you a better job. If you're wanting better things, we've got to be present and mindful of where we're at right now. Yeah, I think that is fantastic advice. My husband had been laid off uh, five years ago and it was a good thing. I mean, it's it's not a good thing financially, maybe, but it was not a good job for him. And so it was a much better situation than if he quit because he got unemployment. It was kind of interesting because he didn't really look for a job. He just took his unemployment checks and did whatever. And I kept thinking, hmm you know, what's going to happen? He loves all anvils, blacksmithing, stuff like that. And so we saw an ad in the paper and in our same town, and it was for uh, an, a big anvil that he really wanted and he'd be looking for. So we went to talk to the guy and the, they got to talking and he said, what do you do? And the guy said, oh, we're looking for somebody. <laughs> and that's how he's got his job for the last five years. He went to buy an anvil and you just don't know. Yeah, you don't. I mean, that's the thing. The universe always has a better plan for us than we could even ever imagine. And so we just have to learn to trust a little bit more. And yeah. we, were, we were kind of talking about that too, that things have seemed slow. And I, with my own projects, have been like, what is happening? And you said it, you're like, it's timing. It's timing next year. And I got this vision of next year, like the the dam breaking, the water flooding over. And what I think that is a message of is your dreams, like action and movement, it's going to be flooding forward towards your dreams in 2020. I think it's going to be, we're not going to believe how much comes through in 2024 in a really good way, in a positive way. I think so much abundance coming forward because those of us who've been really, really tested, we have stayed the course. We have done the work. Yeah, for sure. 
when it would be easy to just give up and be like, I don't trust the universe anymore. We thought we're here, right? We're listening to podcasts like this to help us stay on the right path. And I think the universe is going to be blessing us immensely in 2024. I just did the last full moon messages. So we do meditations and uh, clearing, and then I do messages for people. The close, I was, I channel a lot of the stuff. And at the end, the message was, may you feel all the blessings as many as there are stars in the night sky. And oh my gosh, what a beautiful thought. That was not my thought. That that definitely came from spirit, but it was just so beautiful because there's a lot of stars out there, more than we can count, right? Yeah, and it's true. I think that for a lot of people, they've been waiting on the dream job, the relationship, just feeling at peace and happiness, and it's coming. And I had gotten chills several times in the middle of channeling different messages because you almost can't believe how beautiful it's going to be. But it's come out so many times for me as I've been channeling that this is going to be the year. What I have heard is like, you're not going to recognize your life. It's going to get so good. You're going to think back to 2023 and be like, I can't believe how stressed out I was back then. Yeah. Wow. Well, I love the sound of that. I have to tell you, that's super positive. So did you tell us that you had some action steps? Yes. The action steps, you need to sit down right now and do a review of your life and think about what are some things in your life right now that bring you down? What are some things we could let go of? And it's going to be different for each and every person. Maybe there's somebody who just, every time you're around them, you're like, eh, and they get on your nerves. Maybe it's telling yourself that no matter what, you're just going to ignore what this person says because it just, it's letting that person get under your skin is not helping you and you just realize bless that person, let them go. Or maybe it's, I'm going to start saying no when people ask me to do X, Y, or Z, because then I don't have time to do what I want to do. In the same way, you need to look at what would fulfill you, what inspires you. So look at your life, like what is inspiring to you right now? And is there anything? Maybe you're sitting there going, "I I don't feel inspired at all. One of the things you can do is to think about If money and time were no object to you at all, what would you find yourself doing? And maybe it's traveling. And traveling doesn't even have to be super expensive. You can do a little road trip, like people do staycations or whatever. Maybe it's finding in your town hidden treasures that you can go to and do. I know like with my kids, it was always, what's a fun thing we can do as a whole family? I would be spying other people's social media to see where where are they hanging out. Yeah. Finding new, maybe you're a foodie, maybe you want to take a cooking class, or maybe you just want to find new places to go eat. But what is going to bring you more joy in your life? Take time to do things that inspire you, that bring you joy. Always a good message. I've been getting that message for a while now. And make yourself happy. Find your joy. Who would think it was hard, but it seems like it's been hard. I think a lot of us, we don't even really know who we are. I thought about this, like going to my job every day. It's like the only thing keeping me here is the money. It's motivating me to come every day. That's not really a great enough reason. You don't even know what you like. For example, I never thought I was a very good dancer, but I wanted to start working out and get healthy. This was years ago and I found Zumba class. It was so much fun. 
But that led into me wanting to try other types of movement classes. Yeah. What's something that you've always wanted to do, but maybe you've been too afraid to do it? Just just do it. If you try it and you're like, oh, I hated that. Well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> all you've wasted is a little time and a little money. It's about trying all the things that you want to try. It brings it into perspective about how do you want to spend your time? Listen, I watched my mom dwindle away for a year and a half, and I learned many lessons from that time period. There were things that I'm so glad we did, but like the message that keeps coming through from her was if I knew then what I know now, I would have lived my life much differently. She was 69. She thought she had more time. And when she got really sick, we decided to take her to Disney World. And I'm so glad we did. She enjoyed that trip so much. Would we have done that, you know, in the middle of October when we were in a school year? We wouldn't have taken a trip like that if we thought we had time. Right. So in summing up for 2024, what do we have to look forward to, Melissa? So you're going to have more of a balance between your home and work life. More time is going to be focused on home and family. It's an abundance year. So you're going to see a lot of the rewards. You're reaping what you've already sowed. Focus on looking at everything from the higher perspective, focusing more on love and not fear, making sure that you're listening to your intuition, listen to it because there's going to be new doors and new opportunities being open for you. Wow, what a great way to enter a new year. There's so many things to look forward to. And so I just want to say thank you so much, Melissa, for doing all that work and bringing all that information to us. Oh, thank you for having me. This is so fun. Thank you for joining me in this sacred space on your journey to clarity and spiritual growth. If you're at a crossroad in the middle of a life crisis or challenge, try intuitive coaching or book an intuitive or past life reading at intuitiveedge.biz. Enjoyed our time together? Please rate, review, and share this podcast with a friend to spread the magic. Until next time, this is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.